0: Out. I don't know how we start this. Yeah, I don't know. What does Alanis do? Alan and JJ? Who? No, I'm playing. What does he say? He gets, every time he says, uh, "Hello, Mrs. Jones," doesn't he? he? Is that what he says? I'm not gonna say that. What's your nickname?
1: <laughs> What's my nickname? Yeah. I don't, do you I? Do not make up your own nicknames? Do? I have to. I have made up nicknames. I don't make up my own nicknames. People gave me nicknames. So I have sci-fi, S man, Psi. Oh S man, so, yeah, I use yeah, that sometimes like That's it you mean. Silas I probably I, I just call you Silas
0: most of Caveman. Yeah,
1: that's one I, that's probably the one I dislike uh, <laughs> the most, but it's funny because of who it comes from. Okay. Um yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Well hi. Hi well, hi, hi guys. Um, welcome to episode two of the Unnamed Podcast. Hopefully by the time this goes out we'll have a name for it. Yeah. That'll be the big discussion. We do yeah. a branding session. A brand. session. You know, we talk about session. the brand, about you know, how we can create t shirts, Etc all that sort of stuff. Yeah. The website. I've yeah. got so many ideas for website hosting, stuff like that. Wow. Um, <laughs> I've put a lot of thought into this.
1: And I haven't. I've just shown up just, and just start talking. You just show up, which is great, which I love. Yeah. That's the best That's half a problem in life. <laughs> I show up. There's a message in Exactly. Amen. Exactly. Preach it. Um, mm.
0: So, how's the week been?
1: Um, all right, it's been quite full on, actually. Um, I think from last week, I was at a conference, uh, or the week before, yeah, yeah, the week before last week, yeah, I can say that. Sorry, i had them weird moments, you think, is that right, is that not right? <laughs> um, I was at an AG conference, and then come back, it's really hit the ground running, trying to get back into into a rhythm when you're away for most of the week, so, yeah, um, yeah it's been quite full on, we've had ministry leaders meeting yeah uh, so
0: tuesday we had the leadership meeting yeah. we we're doing a what were we doing a monthly bi- well not but no, bible study no, a monthly study, study of yeah. bill johnson's face to face with god it's yeah that's yeah, god. yeah that's right and we even well i say we i i even managed to get a like by the bill johnson wow. on instagram Hi Bill i'm see sure your, I'm sure you're listening see your, <laughs> so, see your big peoples now yeah huh? exactly huh? yeah i 'm a be yes we've been doing what was that the third one? No, the fourth one that was the fourth chapter we did. Um, I don't really remember the much of the content of the book because I didn't actually read it as much. No. but the conversation was great, really, encouraging yeah. in parts and then a difficult conversation in mm. other areas, so yeah. And you sort of came in a little bit into the conversation. You kind of missed the opening part. Well, you didn't miss any of the study, but you missed the kind of notices, etc. Yeah, right? yeah, I did. And you yeah. had a, you had a youth meeting as well. Didn't yeah.
1: You? So in of our uh, our leaders who run our children's church on a Sunday. Sorry, I should have put the phone on Simon. Should have done. Yeah. Um, Podcast etiquette number. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's a learning curve. Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> that's a regular thing it? <laughs> yeah uh, but it's actually we serious um <laughs> um yeah so our children's leaders we had uh a barbecue because we just wanted to have a social because there's been spring break and a lot of our leaders who serve in that that ministry of the church um our students as well so um it's kind of the only date that could kind of fit within church calendar and personal calendar where we could get most people together to try and just hang out, really. So important just to have fun and just chill. Um, sometimes we're always planning, organising. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so because of that, where I normally wouldn't book anything, um, this one, one we kind of are uh, assistantly doing kids' church and I kind of separate, so I chose the ministry leaders and she hosted the social and kind of feedback to each other, but I was a bit late as a result. But thank the Lord for grace. Um, the team was very understanding, I think. Yeah. You know, they didn't stone me, so I'm still alive
0: to tell you <laughs> and this you podcast. Got to, yeah, so you got to this meeting and we had a, yeah an interesting discussion about, well, quite a few different things really, were not it? I think the main topic was... Um, Manifest, uh, oh, manifestations, pre- yeah, yeah, of the yeah. presence of God in yes. our lives, and and in and for us in church, yeah. that was a big discussion for us. We'll talk about that a little bit more sure. later. Wednesday, we went. Me and you went to our friend it's Neil and Haley's, and beers. For dinner, they yeah. graciously invited us round. Yeah, uh, and we arrived as two of our elders were leaving, and we both panicked, thinking it was gonna be a church meeting. Yeah, <laughs> oh, but the Which anxiety two, that came. I was like, two nights in a row, we were not for, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but they were
1: leaving, so it's perfect. So, yeah, yeah. not
0: we love them, but it's I mean, it's not I, that we don't like
1: meetings, or, or but meetings you can, you can get very meeting meetings heavy easily, yes. And it can become draining at Amen. times so just have to strike a balance and so yeah. that's why there was a panic there. Um,
0: and I think we were looking forward to an evening of fellowship so that's yeah. um, just spending time together and hang out Which has been really, no agenda yeah, yeah exactly yeah. but at the same time I actually went into that evening with Neil Haley with the thought on my heart and my mind of being God I'd like to have a word for people here which oh, is really so quite, a really that. It's quite different it's for me quite it's quite quite, rigid, yeah, it was kind of odd quite like, I, I don't normally do that but the last few times I've been so I spend quite a lot of time with Neil Haley mm. as most people are probably aware um, because their their three month old baby is my best friend. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm his best friend. That makes me sound weird if I say it he's yeah. mine, but I'm his. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so inside joke, please. Yeah, yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah. You'll pick up on it one day. Yeah. Um But I basically yeah, went into I don't know why, I think because of the conversations we'd had the night before and also just my general pursuits currently. Um, in trying to encounter God more and more each day, uh, I just came away from it. Well, I would, sorry, I went into it being like, I'd love to have some kind of encouraging Christian conversation from this, which we did. I mm. think, like, why well, did? Yeah. What about anybody else,
1: <laughs> I don't know, I'm trying to remember because so much has happened in the week. It's not that it was a great night, you know. Neil I think it was comes just banging. Oh, Neil makes such good food. Well, it was. Yeah. It was. Uh, Paul was it Paul Porcher? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he makes such good yeah, food. I slept well that night, Yeah, same. Slept well. Same.
0: That was good. And a few beers. Oh, it was perfect. Because yeah. you drove. Yeah. So graciously drove, uh, which was amazing. It was. Just, it was a good night. It was. it was just good hanging out. I mean, Biffy was was in a bit of a mood, but I mean, he got over it pretty
1: quick. He still smiled for me. So yeah, I exactly. Well exactly. That yeah,
0: that's things. It yeah. happens. It's all good, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's easy. Um thursday we had a men's event at church yeah so we actually done quite a lot of church stuff this week yeah but actually thursday was really good i i went into that thinking so okay so for context we had a guest speaker mm. called dave van buren who is that at I how you yeah. The name it yeah who used to come to our church yeah years ago
1: mm. what three four years yeah, ago yeah, about that. maybe
0: a little longer yeah good take. maybe just when we moved into the new building yeah. was when they started yeah. thought, moving on um and I always well I always just knew him as Buff Dave yeah if you listen to this Dave that's an encouragement not, yeah not, it's not, I'm, I'm not judging you by your outside but you always know as Buff Dave yeah <laughs> uh, but I thought he's
1: looking a little bit slimmed up yeah yeah at the moment yeah so maybe he's going on like clean eating or something maybe he's like a cut maybe Get he's got a a project on his hand and he just needs to just you know slim down you know? yeah maybe LeBron win like a GG LeBron G-G. LeBron in their championship, yeah. and then the next season he, he slimmed, slimmed down, cut some pounds off to be, you know, and all his numbers went through the roof. So he had yeah. like a career <laughs> year. So I don't know, maybe Dave's got a career year line that we're just not aware maybe, of. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Maybe, that'd be really cool if it was. Yeah. But,
0: so he came and spoke, which was incredible. Like What he shared was just so
1: encouraging. It really was.
0: Yeah. And to hear from somebody like him who... I didn't hear a lot of from the front of church when he was at church with us mm. not because I don't think he was allowed to or allowed because he didn't want to mm. just because it wasn't the season yeah. he was in when, when I was here mm. well, when we were here at the same time um, but to hear a guy just share about really like passionate and deep stuff in mm. you know, a really open and honest way let's say it was like we were talking before yeah. right? so, you, know, it, you could see it was an emotional subject for him and he wasn't afraid of that he was willing to talk about it which to a group of the, the group of guys who were there like we're quite a mixed bunch yeah. both in ages backgrounds you know places in life mm. um, journeys that sort of stuff was so applicable to everybody and Absolutely. and everybody yeah. i've spoken to since who we oh chat just takes me saying are we still at church um i'll reply in a minute <laughs>
1: yeah we're cooking on something special. Yeah, exactly.
0: He's probably outside the door or something. In the yeah. House. Can I interrupt you? <laughs> no, we're talking to the world right now. <laughs> so Dave, he's just, his ability to share that room, which is incredible. Um, but I, again, went into that night sort of thinking, oh, like another thing at church. Like, do, do I really want to spend another evening at church? Yeah. Which... For me, I'm, I'm quite an introvert in the sense of... Me too. In the sense of needing to... This is something that actually Hayley made me realise. I've always thought of myself as quite extroverted. And I think I am extroverted in my ability to be with other people. But yeah. I'm an introvert in the sense that I need to be by myself to recharge. I yeah. need to be by myself to rest. Yeah. I don't find comfort in big groups I yeah. feel more out of place, and I think that's actually changed for me. I think oh interesting. I think a year a year or two ago, I would have actually said I found a lot of a lot of rest with other with large groups, and for me, that's because of where I am now being you know a single twenty four year old guy in a family that's majority in relationships or getting married or are yeah. married. Uh, and, and amongst a group of friends who are in relationships, getting married or are married, mm. um, I think I've, I've, I find those situations a lot more intimidating now because there's not somebody, somebody with me mm. through those situations, um. Um, which is fine. But so Thursday night, I, can't, I, was, I was interested in, in seeing Dave. That was, mm. that was the main thing about it, hearing what he had to say. And even though me and Dave were never that close, but there were a couple yeah. of occasions where we had had a really nice chat. But actually the Wai was incredible and the encouragement I got mm-hmm. from him was just phenomenal. Like, how did you find it?
1: Yeah, it was it was encouraging. Um, I think it's just important for guys to hang out and to be challenged on a, on topics, but in an engaging way, you know, uh, and to talk about matters of the heart in, in a way that, males would think or or speak or just engage with it's so important because uh it's quite widely or i think it's quite widely reported or maybe or a a, a conception or a idea or understanding that men don't really like to express feelings mm. with people takes a lot of trust particularly for males to open up about stuff Mm. Um, and so they don't so we talk about a lot of surface level stuff but we don't get to the deep stuff that what's going on and these groups are just a way to build relationship and talk about something it's like dude I was going through something similar the same thing I didn't know I could say it that way or oh I thought I was on my I was on my own in dealing with this but I wasn't and so these things help drive away myths um, and and bring this stuff to the surface um and it's a slow burner um yeah. but thursday night was such a good encouragement for that um and it was good that there was an increase on our i think our first one uh the month before so it's good it's growing and different selection of guys and it will be as life happens schedules happen and yeah. conflicts and so what it it is what it is but um it's good i can't really encouraged because I could just see how something
0: like that can grow. Yeah. I came away from actually thinking, I would love for this like men's ministry mm. or facility, whatever it is that we're doing within level ten, if it could be a Winchester wide thing, mm. like if we could just be like we're having these men's gatherings mm. like monthly or whatever. And I'm not saying that's something that's yeah. gonna happen or something pipeline, but I was just really encouraged to, to think like you said the, the small growth at that point mm. encouraged me to think this could be something incredible for mm. certainly more people and it's not that it's about numbers or about that but having that like mm. say wider context of people of men who are being open and honest with each other who are breaking those stigmas about yeah. how we can feel or share which is funny because it's some of the stuff we were talking about before we recorded absolutely about yeah, yeah the approach of men be having to hide their emotions or whatever absolutely it's still very you know prevalent and I don't agree with it at all I don't think you you need to hide your emotions no feel bad about how you feel because mm. I think that leads down dark roads but there is you know there are times and places for mm. it and something like that men's event was a really good context for it yeah and it was nice for me because I was sharing with different people about some of the things I want to do so like going and doing SOSL which we haven't talked about yet we'll mm. about another one <laughs> um, but also something I shared with Haley and you lot on Tuesday in the which is really random because I say I don't know Dave particularly well but I just really felt like I needed to share with him because of what he'd shared with us that you know three three months ago or so I was at the point where I was ready to walk away from church like if I'd left if mm. I'd moved away from Winchester I would not have sought out a new church mm. like that's just where I was mm. and since then incredible like yeah. <laughs> the yeah. phenomenal things yeah. that happened in my life since then which I'm sure we'll talk about in another podcast yeah, I'm sure, sure we'll talk about St. Patrick's night this year in another podcast yeah, yeah. Which is when the SSL first yeah, yeah, yeah. came out, um, but just so sharing that with with you and Neil and Haley on Tuesday, well, I don't know actually know who was listening. I was to reaching yeah. out to Haley, but I don't know if you and Neil yeah, yeah, picked yeah. up on that. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, sharing it with with, possibly, with that yeah. level of people is is, is nice for me because you guys are like my closest friends in church in Winchester. Yeah. But to share it with somebody like Dave, who I don't really know, was quite a big
1: big step big step for me and, but
0: actually I just really like I say felt very encouraged mm. by his talk to think actually if you can share what you shared then I would like to share this with you because I think what you can feed into me knowing that is going to be beneficial mm. which it was and he was super encouraging and it was great and then that led to other conversations with other people so great. that was cool and Friday night was pretty chilled for me I didn't do a lot I,
1: I made a video at yeah. home and that was about it Um, for me, yeah, Friday was an interesting day. We had, um, interesting days trying to sort out some maintenance issues that kind of come up from time to time. In church. In in our church building, um, so, and I think my hay fever had started to, um, kind of play up in the morning. So it felt really groggy. So kind of your day was a bit of a slower start than usual. and so it was felt playing catch-up and these things just kept happening. You know how it goes and it's a snowball effect yeah. and um, to the evening. So it was a bit of a, f- a frantic day. Really? Um, yeah. And then we kind of culminated with the setup, up finally getting ready for the family fun day. Um, so yeah, it was, it was different because I think you usually run the kids and youth clubs that we have at the church, but um, yeah, different kind of yeah. busy that's cool. But uh, God brought me through the other side. It's good to it's be what different. happens when Jesus takes the wheel. Have you got like, some sort of bet
0: on how he does it? No, you know has what, I didn't. Have, but <laughs> our avid listeners been like, no, messaging? they might get to really say, annoyed about to say, it. I reckon somebody's messaged you and said, you need to say no. Jesus. I mean, I say that, we haven't yeah. got any listeners yet. But... <laughs> yeah, <it laughs> okay. do, yeah. Okay. Um, do. That's funny, actually, but on reflection, I realised Friday was my ultra-caffeinated day. Did I tell you yeah. about this? No so i went to four coffee shops while i was at work well not while i was at work but between the spaces of between the spaces of starting work i'd already had a coffee um, from costa at seven twenty in the morning i then had two coffees in the space of half an hour from the new coffee lab which opened in town the square called the square oh, okay. which is next door to cafe monde um Ooh, shout out better, shout you? out to our good friend Adam, who is the chef at Cafe Monde. You got yourself. If uh, you want to get good food in Winchester, get a Cafe yeah. Monde. Um the breakfast out, bang. Yeah, and the wraps, they're so the, the African flatbread wraps are Oh so really? I'm have one of there. So maybe good. that's next time. You should try it. Um cool. yeah, they've opened up next door and fantastic coffee. I love coffee labs. So. Mm. Um so I went there for the because that was the day they opened. Yeah. So I went in there. And then my friend from work owed me a coffee at lunch as well. So she bought me a frappuccino from, a, a coffee frappuccino from Starbucks. Wow. And then I also went back to Costa after work to meet my friend Perry, or our friend Perry, um, for a coffee as well. So I had a lot of caffeine. And I realised mm. that I had a lot of cu- caffeine at about half past 11 on Friday night when I felt like I should be going to bed. And as soon as my head hit the pillow, I became as wired as anything yeah. I, I was awake, <laughs> yeah. I was alert, <laughs> despite alert. making like 1,500 5, attempts at, at getting this video right. I'm hmm. still not 100% happy with it, but it's my first attempt at making a video, so I'm going to just post it anyway and, and see what happens. Got to start somewhere. But yeah, exactly. And it was good fun trying to get it to work. And actually what I did, because I I could have recorded the audio direct from my camera, hmm. But I thought, no, I've got an external microphone, which we're using now to record the podcast. Yeah. So why don't I just set that up and then record them separately and then have to make myself sync the audio with the video, which I ended up downloading a free trial of um, Final Cut Pro, which is like the Apple video editing software, which is like £299 for the full thing. But I got this 30 day free trial um, and it let me do the whole thing to even export the video and it was really easy to use. Well, you're going to max that out over those 30 days, aren't you? Yeah, 100%. I'm going to make yeah. as many videos as I can. Uh, I just need to get a video of us doing the podcast. That's what I've realised. Like, we need to do a recorded episode. Oh, do it? To do advertising.
1: Jeez, I better go to the club. So, yeah. Quick line up, man. <laughs> I'll give you Jeez some and bread. I'll Come on, gosh. I'll give
0: you some um, some prep time, don't worry. Yeah, thanks. Maybe man. next Sunday. No I'm going here. See weekend. Yeah, yeah. next week. It's, it's back yeah. it? no, I'm not here, actually, either. So yeah. we're going to have to. I have to find some time. Yeah, maybe before. Mm, mm, probably not. Unless you free. Unless you're free Thursday.
1: Uh, I don't yeah. know. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk yeah. about that.
0: Um. Anyway, this week we've talked about it a little bit. At the start, we're going to be discussing. Leadership. Leadership. Yeah. We are. And that's probably because we had this leadership meeting. Yeah. And want to reflect further on some of the we, we talked in the first episode about how we're both in church leadership mm-hmm. um, but actually I think leadership is more than just church leadership for us okay. I think we've both been involved yeah. in leadership outside of yeah. maybe not outside of not necessarily just outside of Christian circles just but not, yeah. outside of the church like that yeah. we're in level, level 10 context. church yeah. we've been involved in leadership so what what areas of leadership have you been involved in maybe let's limit it to the last like since
1: you're at uni. Oh, since I was at uni. Gosh. Uh, Sorry, not since, as in, as in when you started uni. When I started uni. Okay. So when I started uni, um, I was on um, the directship of a community organisation called Off the Streets, Big Up Jermaine. Henry and uh, Benji Henry. I've never heard of this. Off before. the streets. I'm oh, sorry. really? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> and, and it was uh, just a community organisation that wanted to put activity, positive activities for young people. Because um, in our town, you know, uh, where I grew up in Northampton, in Wellingborough, big up um, to anybody, anyone from Wellingborough, listening. <laughs> Um We just wanted different activities then just hearing the same youths getting involved in the same old thing in the drat in the gangs and the drugs um so want to put on activities that are a bit different so again uh, I didn't go up with the intention of doing it. I just got invited to a friend from from one of my good school friends, Dion, and it just snowballed from there and so I ended up being a youth director from there and Try to facilitate the forming of a youth committee. And long story short, over the next twelve to eighteen months, they were able to put on a fashion show, which was attended by nearly two hundred people and oh, the nice. mayor of the of of the town. So, which was wow. really cool. So, I was just at the closing point of that. When so, I was, that, sorry, was that before you came to uni? Yeah, I started before when I was at, uh, Whilst I was at before I came to uni, you're right. And then it was still in the process whilst I was at uni okay. and by the end of my first, second year, And you still involved? I was still involved. And then after summer of 2012, then I started to kind of off a bit. reel off and, and kind of check out in that sense, just because this is my season and my involvement yeah, 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 changed, you know? Was that a Christian organisation? No. No? Okay. No. So just people in the community and That's friendships amazing. and networks and families and had done that. It was amazing. Wow. But it was a... <laughs> an interesting road. Yeah. Uh, I can imagine. So, yeah, so I was in that. Uh, what else had I, have I done during my time in uni? Gosh, what am I thinking? Well, you were a Christian union, weren't you? Yeah, so I was in the Christian union. Gosh, yeah. That was, that's, so, what was, that's what I was at. <laughs> yeah. So, I was in the international uh, coordinator um, in university of the Christian union, and the university's Christian union. So, that was cool. I did that for about six to eight months, give or take. And then towards the latter part. Of oh the, wait, only
0: six, eight months, did you Yeah,
1: okay. because I didn't start my full term, so my actual active term, and then I was I was in an acting holding role until we found a replacement, well for me when I when the nominations came through. Okay yeah, so basically, I joined late, so I joined in uh, okay, April you joined late, okay that makes And sense. then I was like, because then, the
0: Christian Union. Committee usually runs from January to January, doesn't That's it? That's right, okay. yeah. Unlike okay. the academic year, which runs September to That's September, it, yeah. All.
1: And so it's about six to eight months that I, I was involved in that and then kind of was in the process of handing the baton over. Um, and then the final thing, towards the latter part of uni, is the one that immediately comes to mind. Um, you know, I love sport and particularly basketball and I play that well to keep me level and a great way of meeting people. And in the last year, I've been... Had become uh, chairman yeah. of the whole University Basketball Club in my last year, so that, that was fun. Yeah. A lot, but fun. Anyway, enough of my rambling. What about you?
0: <laughs> well, that's actually
1: just at uni, though, because there are more things in the issue. Yeah, yeah. But but yeah, that's
0: yeah, fine. So, so, yeah, so interestingly, I recorded a podcast. Oh, I recorded something the other day. Yeah. Um, I went back. That's through why you're far more slick and, and professional. Found, I found it? my yes. oldest. I went back through to find my oldest note on my iPhone from my notes, my old notes. app. Oh uh, yeah, your yeah, old one. I got this new notes app. Yeah. my old notes app. I went back through, and the first thing that I ever, the first note I ever made was about was notes from a talk that I gave at a church, in a Baptist church in Wimborne, which is where I grew up. In September 2012, which is when I came to university, wow. but but it was about ten days before I started uni, where I gave feedback on the Christian Union I'd started at my school. Wow! So I that's probably my first. That's probably my first encounter of leadership in general, but also in a Christian perspective. Mm. I, I was involved in when I was at school, and like I was a pre like not a prefect, but I was yeah. on that kind of prefect team. Yeah. Um, I well, actually, no, I was a prefect. I wasn't like no, a head boy Yeah, that's I'm I was mean, yeah. Prefect and head boy, man, you gotta own it, man. You are a head boy? Yeah, I was. yes, there's no other yeah, 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 We got
1: a little bit further than the uni. Yeah, um, yeah But yeah, so I started a Christian Wouldn't union you because- you
0: The Christian union at my school sort of died out because I just think the students who were involved moved on and didn't, nothing else started. So I actually just felt really convicted one day, which, which is when I realized that the, the spirit's been working in me for a lot longer than I thought. Um, to just speak to the guy who used to head it up, the teacher, and just ask if I could run it. And we went from having eight members the first week to having about twenty-three members wow. by the end of the year. And we had two people that were saved through it in the first wow. year. So what I did, I went the note was about going back to going to the Baptist church to encourage them to support and pray for the Christian Union. Wow. And I went with the girl who I handed over, sort of yeah. leading it up to. So we kind of gave like a joint joint talk. But it was really that was my first experience with leadership and it was something I had no experience in um, had no sort of background in I didn't mm. really have an aspiration to do anything like that yeah. I've always wanted to be at the top of the chain mm. but not in like a selfish way just because I, I think I've got ideas to really mm. uh, and obviously everybody wants to be top of the chain really yeah. like deep down everybody does. Yeah. Yeah. Um. so that was that I went to university and uh, again, I was also on Christian Union, different year to you. Obviously, the year as you finished, I came on as the Evangelism Coordinator, one of the yeah. Evangelism Coordinators, which was a really interesting year, quite a challenging year um, in general. Uh, I probably wasn't really equipped to do it at the time, mm. but then by the second half of the of my term in on the committee, I, I was I was loving it, having a great time, and we kind of the girl I led it with, we kind of bounced back off each other. So the first semester she took a really active role and the second semester she sort of took less of an active role and and I did the opposite. Mm. And then the second year, or the year after that, so 2014, I was president of the committee. Wow. Christian Union. Um, And at the same time as being president of the Christian Union committee, I had also started a job working at the bar and been promoted to a supervisor. So again, another leadership role I'd taken on. Work in a working environment where I was overseeing a staff team of fifteen bar staff, um, which was wow. really cool, really interesting. I went on to do that after university as well. I stayed on in a, in a supervisor role and became a day supervisor, leading an even bigger team um, and having sort of more responsibility in that, which was again a really interesting experience. Mm. Um, and then that was everything for uni, really. Yeah. And since then, it's been church stuff. Yeah. So. Actually, I was on a couple of committees as well at the university, um, which I, I, I do see as leadership roles. So
1: I was... I th- did you ever do any validations? No, I didn't do any validations, but I was an uh, academic rep, now that you've mentioned it. Oh yeah, so was um, I actually. <laughs> yeah. I think for two years on the try. Do you want so. to explain
0: what an academic rep is? Yeah. Go for it. No, do you want, oh, to you want me, me to explain? All ah, right. Yeah.
1: So an academic rep is, um, yeah, simply a representative of your course mates. Um, in your university year, class group, etc., and at the end of the the course, what you do is you feedback um, the thoughts, feelings, and opinions um, of your fellow peers, and communicate them back to lecturers. Um, yeah, you communicate them back to lecturers and course uh, leaders, and another academic program administrators um, so they can get a feel for how students have felt the course have went um, give an opportunity for staff to maybe respond to uh, ideas suggestions to make things even better um, yeah just take it there it's just yeah a key part of the communication cycle I think would be a good way to sum that up so both Matt and I were Representatives doing for our our respective courses. Um, Matt your, took it a course? bit further. My course that I studied was business management and sports management um, as a combined honours. So, yeah, that was interesting.
0: Yeah, because I did I did theology and it was interesting being a, a rep in a theology programme because I don't know, it was just such a diverse view of students.
1: Yeah. How you found that with. Uh, yeah, I think differently um, students from different walks of life and different sporting interests and also different sporting abilities, so some may be involved from a, being heavily involved in coaching, there were others that were actually playing their favourite or passion, sports they actually have a passion for at a quite a high level. Um, so there were people from different walks of life and spheres of influence. Um, coming together which he, I wasn't always aware of at first so it's interesting um, or people's connections with other connections in the professional sporting community so yeah that was quite eye-opening but I only found that out years later not <laughs> while I was in the moment in yeah. the course rep role which is quite funny <laughs> yeah
0: it's funny is it really that you look back at all those leadership experiences and you don't necessarily view Sugar, Sorry, Mao. Get the sugar into it. Yeah, that. yeah. You don't always... I a lot of things I did while I was at university, I don't necessarily view as leadership, but they definitely were. Mm. So reps is a really interesting one, because I'd kind of forgotten about that. Not because I didn't get a lot out of it, but just because it felt like more of a social group in some ways. <laughs> spending time with people talking about stuff. But it definitely was very influential in, in my view. Yeah. And, and analytical skills. And that's where the... Um, validation side was quite interesting to me because even though being involved, so validations for anybody who doesn't know, the university goes through a cycle of l- assessing their programs and the courses they offer, and every six or seven years, every course has to put in to be revalidated, which basically means uh, a committee of people, uh, actually various committees of people, all the way up to, to academic council. Uh, no senior management Mm. review the documentation and review the feedback given by different levels and there's a scrutiny level which is called the validation process where a panel of uh, experts in the field professors in the in different departments uh, um, what else is there oh a chairman who's sort of a randomly selected person and a student voice a sort of a, a student representative from a different program as well gives feedback on the programme, documentation, the rationale, things like that. So wow. it was really interesting to be involved. And even though technically there was no leadership element to it, there was a leadership element to it in that you were being asked to at a very senior level mm. critique and evaluate very highly academic yeah. documentation. Which was a really long-opening experience. And, and I felt very out of my depth to start off with. But mm. by the end of the process, and by I did about six revalidations in total. Wow. Ranging from undergraduate all the way up to, you know, master's programmes, mphil programmes. Wow. Um, so it was really, really interesting. Gosh. And definitely influenced my view on a lot of stuff and my approach to assessing documents. And, like what? Give us well, example. I think, for me, I've... I've done two admin jobs since I finished uni, and I think just being exposed to that level of information, that level of scrutiny and the views that professionals take on things like rationales has given me a really keen eye for detail when it comes to my own work now, Mm. particularly in this current job where I'm working in a public sector job, Mm. working for the police, Um, not working in a public-facing role, but working in a role which engages with the public in everyday sure. situations. Um, and it's things like standardization of forms, like just looking at consistency across the board. And, and it's that for years, it obviously hasn't been looked at in the same way, but now that's being looked at. And, and I know it's, even though I'm not carrying out the tasks all the time, I've raised the questions of, of quality, and those questions are yeah. now being answered. And I'm sure those questions have been raised before. Yeah. But I think the consistency of raising the questions... And, but actually, what I always try and bring to a critique of anything at work is a reason, like a rationale. It's not just me complaining for sake of complaining. It's, we really should address this because having incorrect grammar in a letter from the police just looks bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I think if you explain that, if you explain why, it kind of just gives you a bit more... Yeah, oomph. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. And then, and then that builds yeah. up a leadership role within you, and people look to you for answers. And oh, I've been given I've been given so many like individual projects to work on wow. since since picking up on that, which is, is great for me because I, I do like to work alone. I do like to get on with my mm. own projects. Um, and I and I do like being the centre of attention. So, <laughs> <laughs> be sure. sure. Mm-hmm. So being picked out at work to do, you know, by your manager to do project work is is quite rewarding and, yeah. and actually makes you feel really good about the job. Um, but yeah, leadership in the church. So what? What? How do you view your role as a leader in the church currently and over since you've been doing it for five? how long have you been? Five, five years? years. Yeah. Because um, I suppose what should be clarified is that you being. The Children's and Youth Worker, mm. that is a title, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want it for a second. Mm. Doesn't, that doesn't intrinsically add the value of leader to you, does it? I mean, it comes within the role of the leadership team. Yeah. But I don't think it's necessarily that
1: is what makes you a leader. No, no, no. I, I mean, to take that question first. I believe that everybody's a leader. Mm. Period. I think it depends on what lens you're looking at it from. So if I was to look at it from an influence, everybody is influencing somebody. The key is with leaders, I think we we try to look at it from a, a or naturally look at it from a, a good perspective or trying to add positive value to people. Mm. But I think um, everybody's a leader. It just depends on are you adding positive value or negative value. Um, and it's something that it, I was taught in my teens uh, at a men's gathering, funnily enough. Yeah, really? uh, yeah, And it's like, and we had the question, are you a role model? And people thought, I think I said no. And he goes, you are a good role model. It just depends if you're a good or bad one. Uh, and that changed my mind, uh, my mindset massively. Um, really? So I don't think I get hung up on those, those type of things, um, like, Am I a leader? or Am I not a leader? I think yeah. everyone is. It just depends on your, your, whether you're a good one or a bad one, um, and maybe your scope of influence. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, that that's my personal. thought. So the second
0: part though about, literally within the role of the leadership team. Yeah,
1: so what's my role? Um, so I'm in, I'm employed, um, full time member of staff here um alongside two of the colleagues who do administration and handle the business element of a surf big up yourself brian and jenny love you guys to the moon and back Um, yeah so i would oversee the the running order facilitation of our sunday activities for kids and our midweek activities for kids and for young people uh, for the teenagers and really just trying to develop that uh, in, in the life of the church but also outside of the church uh, just try and support and have an influence in the local school communities. Um, and with the idea of how can we help? Uh, we know that actually everybody improves if the community improves so actually we want to be an influence and have a being involved in that conversation of how can we help children and young people realise their potential. And be all they can be, whether that be a conversation, activity. What does that look like? Yeah. Um, and so that was kind of the mandate when you start. Willing to roll your sleeves up and get stuck in, really. Yeah. And that's kind of been the attitude over the last, well, the prevailing five years, really. Mm. And I suppose
0: what I'm wondering is, when I said about, is that intrinsically like a leader? Yeah. Because. I could see how in your role, not not yeah, you, but sure. in, yeah, in, the in the your role, role no, f- yeah. in the job,
1: the function, the role, yeah, you could
0: do that from a back, backroom room role, yeah. Like you could you could facilitate those things by putting somebody else there,
1: yeah. So
0: do you think that? Do you think the office, like you say, or the job mm. of being the children's youth worker, makes you a leader within the church? As in, I, I know, I know your view of everybody's a leader, but I mean, if we're talking, if we're talking about a leadership team, yeah, leadership. Yeah, oh yeah,
1: if if you if if I had come into the role and hadn't thought I was a leader, and then got put in that role, well, if I didn't think I was before, I am now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um. Yeah, but you obviously know my opinions that um, of how I was before, and to give a bit of context, I was already supporting the, the youth group in the church. I was already attending the church before I got the job mm. um, and I'm serving alongside several friends of mine uh, bigger Adam, Nina uh, who else? Imi um, you guys from way back when before we'd even moved to the estate that we're in now so yeah. um, and so that, that's an interesting point because I also think that or again from teaching and being taught that often people get a role based on what they're already functioning. So if you're, if you're demonstrating skills or potential for a role, then likely you're given an office or a function or officially a title, so to speak, should be just the formality of something that you're naturally probably showing glimpses that there's potential in you, I yeah. think. Um, doesn't may not always happen that way, but generally speaking, I, I think that's the case. Um, and I think that's a healthy way from a personal point, just because uh, I think if you do it just based on a title, I think you can get very caught up in title, and then it becomes you can easily in the leader find yourself becoming very selfish. Yeah, um, and it's all about me, it's all about I'm the big cheese because I've got a title. Yeah. Whereas I think if you're naturally showing stuff to a degree um, and glimpsing a role you're just getting you're just being recognized for something that you're you're already doing in some way shape or form i so that's kind of how my view is but in answer to your question if i if I didn't think I was a leader before naturally because <laughs> of having that role you are yeah people will come to you what, what's your program about what are you doing how can you get involved in this yeah, how yeah. can you influence this so by nature yeah i'm a leader
0: yeah i I, I agree because yeah. I think the particularly the position you have within the church, being one of the few mm. members of staff, employed mm. staff, um, means you do quite you do quite naturally encourage people to be involved, which is yeah. I think a very key leadership yeah. role um, and perspective. And it's different it's, diff- yeah, what it's about different. It's different for well, me. Yeah, because about you and because, your role. Because yeah. I'm not employed by the church. Yeah. I'm not paid by the church to do what I do. But my transition to the leadership team because I think there's a really important distinction between everybody being leaders and absolutely the actual leadership established leadership team we have we have a a leadership team of what is it about 20 20 or 30 people yeah something like that yeah Yeah, which basically built head up the core ministries and the core functions that we carry out in the church yeah and maybe and contribute spiritually to the life of the church absolutely um and you signed out really well. Better than I could. could my drop. my I'm hoping that the church will pick up on this podcast and mm. they'll be like, God, you did a great yeah. You guys are doing great at figuring us out." Yeah. <laughs> so our sponsor this week is Little <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So so my role is my role on the leadership team currently is that I am the worship leader for the church. Mm. So for anybody who doesn't know what a worship leader means It's on the most basic and the most outward looking approach, it would mean I head up the music of the church. That's what I tell my my non-Christian friends. If they ask what I do in the church, how I'm involved in leadership, I often tell them it's the music. But if you're somebody who understands Christian language, you'll know that worship means a lot more than that. So it's not just about doing music on a Sunday yeah. um, or even doing music on a Saturday or a Monday or a Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday or Friday. Because like, we do a lot of music yeah. at the church. Um, it's also about, I think, encouraging the church in engaging in worship, which is more than music. It's a, it's a heart attitude. It's about living a life that's devoted. How that actually plays out, I don't think we all worship leaders. I mean, I yeah. mean all worship leaders. I don't think we step up to that role appropriately in the sense of recognizing the grandeur of what worship is. Um, we do often fixate on the music, yeah. and what it means to be musical worship is. For me, that's because you know Neil and Haley, our wonderful friends we mentioned, Haley is, is the worship leader for the church. She's been on well, she's transitioning back from being on what I describe as maternity. I say yeah. describe because it is maternity, but yeah. she had a baby and so she needed some time off. Yeah. Um, and she'll come back in full time ministry before she comes back to full-time work yeah i think that's the point which we'll have to because i'm going away yeah <laughs> but um so i took over from her but, but before that i had been a worship leader one of one of the worship leaders yeah within the church so it's very confusing yeah really what i think she should be called is like the worship pastor or something but we can't call her that because of it gives an office and a title i imagine
1: I don't know, but she's, she carries out that function. She carries the function of
0: a worship pastor, but she's called the worship yeah. the worship leader, yeah. as opposed to a worship leader of the church. She oversights that ministry. So she yeah. oversees the whole thing, and what my function would have been before Christmas is to lead worship on a Sunday morning or other events within yeah. the church, um, as and when... I was asked to do so but my role now is to head up the worship team Mm. Uh, and actually interestingly the discussion I've been having with Hayley and Neil since since I took over is about how that continues and how Mm. that moves forward and I think what we're looking at doing is going to more of a a team approach where we'll both continue to head up the worship because we work really well together we always have Hayley and Neil like two of my best friends we're just like they are so so we're so we are so close now. Um, and so it just works naturally that we all contribute together, we meet together. Um, our little analogy, and it doesn't really work because of when I explain it to you, it makes sense. So hmm. Haley is the Queen and I am her Prime Minister. But yeah. somehow Neil has ended up being... Um, so it's based upon... The, the David, Duke. <laughs> It was based upon David Cameron. Oh, okay. Because the photo we have in our group chat is the Queen, David Cameron and... Samantha, that's David Cameron's wife. Oh it? yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so when Haley sent that photo, asked got so, if, you're yeah, if you're listening, we miss you. Um, <laughs> Kidding. Okay. Why <Well>, I do? <laughs> um, <laughs> Same politics for yeah, right yeah, another you? time. Um, which is confusing because obviously Haley's the Queen, and I'm David Cameron, because I'm the Prime Minister. Mm. That makes Neil Samantha, which makes him my wife. So it doesn't really work, but, it, but I understand yeah, what she Yeah, be. yeah, yeah. So we'll move on from that. Um, but, on. but yeah, <laughs> right. so I, I kind of transitioned into leadership because before, actually, no, but that's a lie because that's not the only reason I'm on the leadership team. I'm also on the leadership team because of my role as an assistant life group leader. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm also. Which now is actually more of a life group leader, because our current life group leaders are also currently on leave, yeah. because one of them just had a major surgery, yeah. sure enough, we love you Steve, we miss you dearly, yeah. um, <laughs> and all the mock-offs. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we... well, oh, sorry, I... what am I trying to say? I, yeah, so I, I'm, also on, I'm also on team for that, on the leadership team for that, because I am a leader in that sense. So that was actually probably my formalization onto the leadership team was actually through life groups. And it's just now been extended to my role as a worship leader, as the worship leader as well. Wow. So. There's a lot going on right there. There is. Yeah. It's quite interesting and it's completely different, but I, I actually prefer this iteration of leadership to any previous iterations of leadership because I'm not paid. So there's not as much of a need for commitment but everything I do I do out of my heart yeah as opposed to out of duty yeah so whereas before like being the president of the CU there yeah. was a, a large amount of leadership that expanded beyond just the Christian Union like I was involved in university committees mm. because of my position as the president of the Christian mm. Union but there was a lot of pressure on that and I didn't like that I didn't mm. really enjoy my time as president of the Christian Union there were lots of amazing moments but in the overall scheme of things it was quite a tough year Mm. for me to balance life, work, and presidency. Sure. So to be in a leadership position now where I am in charge of a ministry which I love and which means so much to me, like worship is my passion, Mm. and not just the music. I mean, encouraging people in a life of worship, which is what I get to bring to life groups as well, um, is so important to me. And to be a part of leadership in that sense, I get so much heart fulfillment from that and soul fulfillment from that but at the same time I can walk away from it because I'm not paid and it's not a duty Mm. so I can go home and unlike you Hmm. I can relax (laughs) you go home and start to think about Okay, well, great. I've done that bit of like amazing spiritual part, but now I've got to do the church admin for the last five years. <laughs> yeah, oh, so that was one of I've my got tasks. The you know, registers, for... registers yeah. for the last three years. Yeah. Do, like, yeah, so
1: basically, there's GDPR coming in, and so just trying to make sure that we are compliant with uh, new EU data protection laws and trying to review what data we need, what don't we need. All the boring stuff. Yeah, so. <laughs> But yeah, it's part and parcel. But actually, one of the things that this podcast we was actually talking off air um, and about this and just our friendship, particularly in recent months, how um, we've grown closer, actually it's come out of fellowship and hanging out and actually being intentional about building that timing. And that's been really therapeutic for me that I have built healthy boundaries to what that looks like and what my capacity is, and to everyone who has a different capacity of what that looks like. But doesn't matter what your capacity is, you need to have healthy boundaries, in my opinion. Well, can and you, it's can biblical. you
0: expand on healthy on?
1: Okay, so just one of them. That is one thing that I really struggle with, but yeah. I can say I'm getting better, um, and recognizing it as well is rest. And I, I need to actually divide where my body's had enough. I've I've hit my committed hours or time to give but trying to make sure that i am rested and healthy because if i don't the church notice people notice it in my in my work people notice it in my my personality and character mm-hmm. and it just affects my all around life and if and things of recently particularly at ag conferences about we, the whole point of our churches and churches i believe should be is just to be healthy and life-giving in sharing the love of Jesus, Jesus gave that to us. We pass it on. You know what I mean. Mm. So I need to be able to rest. If if God of the universe, in all His power and His might, chose to stop and rest, then <laughs> actually maybe that's something that I should listen to yeah. and not being so prideful and and you know what I mean. Just stop yeah, and yeah. rest in whatever way. Activities that means cease doing your work and do other activities and. And whatever, that just kind of make you appreciate God and creation and do stuff that's fun and do that. So our friendship has really helped me to do that. And just, it's not a crime to enjoy yourself. Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> Who knew, guys? Yeah, um, Revelation and, that's, yeah, and that's an important you? part of leadership. Because then if not, then actually I'm, I'm passing on subconsciously through my my mannerism and character just to be workhorses but not think about what you're doing and how to have fun and yeah. so i still think i'm in this early stages that. i still think there's higher levels of need to reach in terms of rest and enjoyment and being healthy and life-giving but i'm on a journey and mm. that's really important i think that's one of the things that came out of the recent leaders
0: meeting we had mm. is that we are all in different places mm. i think there's sometimes uh, uh, a false understanding that as Christians and as Christian leaders, we all should be on the same page and we should be in relationship to the mission of our church yeah. right, and to the statements and the values of yeah. going forward. I think if you, if you don't agree with the state, the, the mission statement of the church and the vision statement of the church, then why are you to, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> cut yeah. to the chase. Yeah, sorry,
1: but I'm kind of, you know what I mean? Let's not be nice about it. Let's just get to the point. But I think you, yeah. but then there are other areas like yeah. you say
0: where it is, that where they are personal, that we need to respect that each other are maybe in different places. So the the interesting thing that came through for us was that there there wasn't a clear division between people saying we should be having more physical manifestations and people who are saying we shouldn't. But there was a clear difference and people saying somebody being super passionate and convicted on manifestations and somebody else saying manifestations of what sorry sorry manifestations of like the physical manifestations of God so seeing healings, okay cool prophetic words and seeing Mm. and so if there were and on the other side of that it wasn't that the other side was saying we shouldn't be seeing those things Mm. it was more saying I I think it was more saying those things will come Mm. As we pursue God, mm. as opposed to having to be like, the mm. big word for me at the moment is intentional. Like, mm. I think you, you mentioned it as well. Yeah. I, I'm super intentional in everything I do now. Mm. And my approach to things now is intentional. So you talking about rest, one of the things I've had to do recently is just be intentional about getting home and listening to music without that doesn't have any lyrics so that I can just spend some time with God like just mm. in, I don't want to call it soaking because I don't I don't think it necessarily is mm. but just taking time for, for peace mm.
1: and so that's and I'm intentional I have to be intentional because if I'm not it won't happen that is so true in fact I had to do that yesterday just because I was I was just tired I felt like the week caught up with me and I was like I need to actually stop leave sit on, put on music without words and just might have peace as an absence of noise in that sense because peace can mean have so many different meanings. Yeah, um, it's multifaceted in that sense. It was just for me just to sit, but control my breathing, bring my breathing rate right yeah. down. Yeah, close my eyes. What sounds am I hearing? What's going on in my, in my day or what's happening in my day? How can I just be thankful for God and His greatness and yeah. where he's brought me from it? And when I took it right back to basics, I felt a lot better. I could carry on with yeah. My, so that's so, so important that you, you message that about peace because right now, <laughs> you know, arguably our podcast is one of them, that you are bombarded with so many opportunities to listen to information, people, social media, busy lives, just hectic and frantic lives that you can just stop and forget to have peace. And so that's why it's really important going back to, for me, with rest and, and hearing you what you're saying about peace, is that if God of the universe can stop from his work, yeah, and we believe he built the universe in all its intricacies and amazement, amazing awesomeness, yeah. then how much more should I be doing in intentionally making time to rest after a, a time of you know, working?
0: Yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's, it's funny you say that, because so I say I've got this Apple Watch, hmm. and uh, there's a, an app on it called Breathe, and it's literally it reminds me about three or four times a day just to, it's it's a minute of just it it pulses so you breathe wow. out and then starts you breathe in mm. and it, and it gives you a heart rate at the start and at the end and just seeing that decrease and and, and it's the whole emphasis of this this app is it increases your concentration like mm. it, it allows you to come away from it so I a hundred percent agree like rest and for me, I have been so. I'm, I'm the kind of person who ha- who I would describe myself as getting a lot of FOMO you know the fear of missing out oh yeah 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 and so I'm constantly like I've got You've to be got lo- I've got, got to be lo- yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I try hard yeah, I yeah. had to Google that for not yeah. <laughs> um, you know I'm, I'm constantly looking at social media looking at news looking at the, uh, not, not the news which we talked about before mm. I don't really listen to the news but as in the news apps yeah. to see the latest stories you know talking to people doing stuff and even when I'm at home you know I'm a, I'm a musician like I love mm. music um, so I listen to a lot of music listen to a lot of podcasts and I realised I was not leaving any space for God to talk to me yeah and even though I know he can talk to me through those things like he can talk to me in the things around me in the situations in the words that people give but I wasn't giving him any time to actually audibly talk to me mm. and so until I started stopping <laughs> This is a silly phrase, and it started stopping. And yeah. Until I started stopping and just being at home, I've got a, uh, on my one of my wardrobe doors. Uh, I've just start, I started putting uh, post it notes of all the things that God was saying to me, and this book like door is just full of these. Wow! Just came, and they've all come in that time of, of peace, and they've all been super encouraging. So we'll wow. share about them one time. Yeah, but yeah. So that's I mean, that's the but, and how that relates to leadership is that, that has made me a better leader. Yeah. Like. How? Well, because, because before, so I think this is very specific. No, it's not. I'd say it is very specifically about my church role mm. as a leader, but it definitely, for me as a Christian, applies to every area of my life, mm. irrelevant of where I work or what I do in a leadership role. But for me as a, as a leader within the church and the leadership team, I think taking the time to walk in, my relationship with God allows me to be a better leader because it means I can show other people what it means to walk in the ways of God. So yeah, by good. taking the time to step back and to stop and to breathe and to listen to God. And I share with people these amazing words that I've had and they go, Oh my gosh, I want to get those words too. And well, my response is will do what I'm doing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Stop, take time, sit down, rest, like take peace and listen to God. And, so and it's like and it just seems so obvious like, yeah. and I remember people telling me this years ago but until you start listening to them and actually doing it which is what I've got from podcasts which is what I've got you know, I have to primarily address this to Alan and AJ because the principles and things they've taught through their podcast to me without having ever met them or ever heard them speak mm. in person just those things they talk about are just so encouraging yeah. it's things, things from the journaling which I know they've got from people yeah. and that's the thing they, they never say These are our ideas. We're amazing leaders. It's always pointing back to the next person, pointing back to the previous person, to the previous person. It's always forerunners, isn't it? Yeah, and that's Mm. the thing that's great. Like, it's that's what's made me a better leader. And also, for me to go deeper into my sort of walk with God and my understanding of my relationship with God makes me a better leader because I can view people in a better way. Mm. Because you talk about compassion. I even look back to three months ago, two months ago, and my compassion level for other people was just through the roof. Like, I just want to see people encouraged I want to see people build up hence mm. why I want to do things like podcasting why well, like, yeah. actually get my voice out of there yeah and your voice because I think together, I just rocked up yeah he just shared that. literally yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, what do you what do you think does it make you a better leader to do yeah, this yeah
1: I think because um, I, mean, I think it's what you said and Bill Johnson has a very great quote which I'll um I'll use is that you're able to feed the people what's feeding you mm. and uh, which I heard on a preach that he gave maybe a month or two and, and and that's that is so important that you want to be able to feed the people what's feeding you but if you're not feeding yourself right and you're well guess what you're going to be feeding other people ladies and gents yeah. it yeah. ain't rocket science yeah Um. and so that's one of the main things just to be conscious and I'm not perfect at it I know I've still got a long way to go um but I can recognize some of the small steps that I have taken and trying to fight for that, like you said, intentional. Yeah. Um, has definitely helped me have maybe a bit more endurance and longevity than maybe if I look at myself two years ago, three years ago, yeah. five, six years ago, where I was. Yeah. In fact, you know, when yeah. I first started trying to adjust to this role, do my, um, do my uh, final year of study, part-time, I actually really struggled. In fact, I had to go to the doctors for stress. Really? Um, Yeah, a lot of people don't know, but yeah, I I just couldn't, I was getting ill a lot, nosebleeds, uh, just stress sleep pattern all over the place. Just sometimes you can want to do well so bad that you'll just about do anything, but sometimes you just got to slow down. And um, the doctor actually said to me, chill. Uh, chill, mm. do the things that you enjoy doing. So, because I was actually thinking of doing. In fact, I spoke to Haley. It was one Christmas, and I don't sign it. Just went awful, and I was going to drop it, drop all my sports together so I could have time to study. And she said, No, no, no why are you going to stop something that you enjoy? Um that's you you're interacting with different people why Why would you do that and in fact it's a conversation I've had several periods in my time at university where I thought I'm going to drop sports so I can just focus on studies it's like, yeah. but it gives you energy so why yeah. drop the very thing that's energising you Um so yeah so the doctor said do things that you enjoy and, and just chill be kind to yourself and, and once I heard that it was like Breathe. <laughs> once a professional told you <laughs> yeah because, but sometimes you can hear it from others and you know they're trying but sometimes someone that doesn't know your situation but you explain it to them and they say you just need to yeah. just breathe, relax, do what you're doing take time, get back to basics live well, live right yeah. um, and that helped mm. definitely helped me to improve from where I was at that time by no means perfect and still had to work at it really hard and other people, friends around me in the church will tell you I've got a long way to go and that's absolutely the <laughs> truth. Um, but yeah, definitely a, a better place than what I was. Yeah, yeah. But The interesting thing with you, I think, is that your role as a
0: leader and a, and a leadership team hasn't changed in the last five years, as in, sorry, as in yeah. because you've been mm. in your position for the last five years, mm. but your approach to it definitely has, hasn't it? Because a year ago, yeah, you know, even six months ago probably, mm. you were in your role just burning yourself out as a leader. Yeah,
1: last year I I was yeah, I wasn't in a very good place. Uh, to coming towards the end of the year, yeah, Just just time. I think it was mental, physically, I can rest two or, you know, have two or three days, prolonged rest, right, i got my get up and go. Yeah. But mentally, I just need a period of time just to Completely shut off from everything, church. Now that, that time came about Christmas, and 2017. Um, from a working perspective, in, in, in the life of the church, was was very tough, and um, yeah, it, it caused me to to question where I'm at. What am I doing? God, what are you saying to me? You mm. know, if I go by where I'm feeling, then you know, this year me being this role and doing this podcast today, I wouldn't be here. To be quite honest, yeah, um, and and so like you said, yeah, the approach had to change, and just hit a stop point and reevaluate sailor, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and and go and figure it out. And I was able to continue because quite I heard God say to me, I think I was complaining about something actually in January, <laughs> and and God said, well, that's why you're here to do it quite clearly I was like oh okay (laughs) and then through different people who know bits about my situation and and some of the challenges that I was facing they um, they all had different words from me um, that was basically saying right now you're to stay where you are and there were people I respected highly people that actually God spoke into them and said to my life and I trusted that so I fought in total to what I heard and so that's why I was able to move forward so Definitely, just be kind to yourself. you only got one life, one battery. And mm. I, I forget those lessons. I'm just telling you as somebody that's going through it. Yeah. You wanna be, no one wants to be around dead, boring, negative, lack of energy people. You wanna help those people, of course, but it, you know when you can just be and hang around with those people, they'll suck the, the, life, <laughs> the life out of you. And so I'm like, no, God forbid I'm one of those people. <laughs> God forbid. So if that's the case, then actually I need to work on me to try and make sure I'm full of, you know, God's life and vitality, peace, yeah. um, so that I can be life-giving, but also enjoy that for myself. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I've rambled on a bit, but no, that's
0: yeah. That's cool. Sorry. So uh, to close, we'll do two questions. So, Cool. one, what is your top tip for being a leader in general? And then the second Ooh. one will be, what that's is tough. your top tip for being a leader in the church? Oh So they might be similar, but oh, I you think put me you on the spot. I have think you got one. No, you got, you, you go first. No. People have heard me chat. You <laughs> know what
1: I'm saying. You go next because I can think about it. We can take it <laughs> oh both. We, uh, we can just. That was it. deep, man. Edit, edit Could have prepped out. me on that note. Oh, okay, and we can just you know. <laughs> i think well i'm gonna i'm gonna mouth first. yeah i need one too get a bit of sugar in no my one I should eat healthy as well yeah today yeah. i'm not but this is saturday we've had a good day um yeah oh and this is based on where i am like recently or just any advice no i think
0: i think you're what i want to get across in this podcast is that perhaps we would disregard ourselves occasionally as being people who could give advice on leadership but actually we have proved in this podcast Mm. we've been through a lot in leadership we may not have been CEOs of big organisations or pastors of churches but actually those experiences we have had are valuable Mm. Um, so from your combination of experience sure what is your one tip on leadership that you would give generally as in you know do unto others as you'd have others do, one, whatever. <laughs> yeah, okay. Or, and then your church one, which is like to be a good church leader, you need to. Okay. Because I think they're different. Okay. Because um, we're talking. Because what we've talked about here is different between leadership values and actually being involved in church leadership.
1: Okay. All right. And so in terms of generally, intensely, there's many I can give. Up. I don't know if number one, but <sighs> appreciate. People, I think, is important, and uh, in in leadership, uh, and I can give some examples of that. Like a, I've got certain jobs that I had in a lot in my lifetime, just because I was kind, courteous, appreciate people willing to have a conversation, and was well mannered. A please and a thank you will get you a very long way. So, particularly the young people, please and thank you. Being well-managed, presentable, polite, get you a long way. People are like, oh, okay, and then they'll open up to you a bit more, you know, and a bit more, you know. Appreciate people, be respectful to people. Um, When people, people don't care about what you know, what you can do for them, unless they know that you care. And our previous pastor pretty much drummed that into us, that, you know, if we want to be impactful in this community, um, people, want to know that you care and just value them and appreciate them without any strings attached um so generally appreciate people you can't get to where you want to get to in your your dream without people yeah you know jesus had 12 people he rolled with see you know what i mean and change the world you know ceos Business. they they had a core cool team around them and they've done an amazing thing that understood the vision, the mission and ran with it sports, same thing you know, management team look at Sir Alex Ferguson I'm an Arsenal fan by the way but I rate him because of you know, the team that he built around that could at different times in his tenure at United could provide specific expertise support where he was trying to take Man United yeah. Arsenal being the same thing um, so, yeah, you've got to value that. You know, to have longevity and success, appreciate people. Yeah. First thing. Okay, I'll do mine for the first yeah, one. Yeah, give me well, time to think about okay. like your second yeah. question. Go I for think it.
0: For me, the first one, general leadership, is to always recognise where you've come from. So, so good. So for me, so it's. Uh, the, the best example I have is when I worked at the bar which sounds ridiculous because yeah. it seems like the least significant part of my employed career but to rec- to continuously recognise I came from being a bar assistant to being a bar supervisor to then being like a full, one of the daytime supervisors it constantly grounded me to recognise other people can do the same thing and I always wanted to be the person who could encourage the next generation of mm. people coming through which in the industry of the the bar I was working in because it was a student bar was every year there was a new there was a new set of supervisors every year Mm. there's always going to be a new team coming through every year so wanting to recognise that lineage and actually having an impact on that you you have to know where you came from Mm. and it's it sounds like a really wishy-washy thing to say where you came from but even in church leadership you look at the transition I made from being a worship Mm. leader on a Sunday morning and even when I came to came to the church I was just a guitarist um, recognising that I came from that position to then being now the worship leader for the church, it just reminds me. It reminds me of that passion I had as well. That's the other thing. I think if you become a leader and you lose your passion, remind yeah. yourself where you came from, remember yeah. why you got into that leadership position. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'd be. And I think that applies everywhere. If you if you're a CEO of business, if you are it's true. you know a leader in your local community recognize those things, recognize our passion, build up another generation mm. of people doing it. Which seems crazy, because I'm only 24 to say build up another generation. Yeah. <laughs> but it's
1: true. You look at everything, how things in society accelerate. Yeah. In some cases, we are old news to <laughs> some of the next generation of people coming up, and it's yeah. about staying relevant. So yeah. if you're not the relevant person, encourage somebody else who is relevant that can influence yeah. people you're trying to influence for the better, man I add. Okay, yeah. number two. Number two, church leadership. church leadership, be humble. Yeah, <laughs> be humble, Amen. especially <laughs> in, in church leadership. And I think there's times because of what you know, you, and sometimes you may not even promote that to people, but because you know a little something about something, you can easily wanna catch an attitude and think you're better than everybody else. And in church leadership, you're gonna, particularly in churches, we are a di Church is a just diverse set of people walks background that Matt has already alluded to and so yeah you have to be humble because even if I don't come from a certain background job walk of life if I'm humble uh and, and and can be you know show empathy actually you'll be able to relate to people um no one likes a stush arrogant person to be no one likes those people. Mm-hmm. You know, find me one, do mm-hmm. those, and let's have a conversation. I really love to hear their perspective. But realistically, if I like, if I don't hear some humility about you that you're hey at the end of the day, we're the same, because why? We're human. Um somewhere down the line I think you'll stumble and forward. And so in church if be humble. People will respect you for your humility. Um and in fact, from a biblical premise, actually God will raise you up because you've died to yourself. Yeah. You know, the our very most inner being of our of ourself, our souls is deceitful. You know, itself. It says that I think Corinthians or Romans somewhere down there. Um, and so yeah, we we can think that we're the best of the best of the best, but actually, when you sit in in front of the King of Glory will just show you, how about this in your heart, how about your mindset on this, Um, and that can be very sobering, so um, I think it's just stay humble, stay humble and God will exalt you to, and give you the grace you need to get through in what he wants you to get through in each and every season of your life that you're facing.
0: I was so encapsulated by what you were saying that I didn't um, think of my second, my, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but no, I 100 agree. I think uh, staying humble is really key. I think church leadership, for me, the, the one thing that has kept me going in church leadership is just staying rooted in the word. Like yeah. just, and just like saying, because I think you can get to a point where you're so, your position is taking you to somewhere so different to what you were in, that um. you can just feel like you're, you're above it. Yeah. well at, the, at least um, I'm talking entirely from my personal perspective mm. but like there have been times where I've just thought no, oh, I'm i the worship leader I don't need to worry about reading the Bible yeah. I, don't, I don't need to worry about praying every day mm. and I just think when I, when I was in that season was the worst time of me leading mm. and now I get to now when I'm in a really good place with those things and I'm able to encourage other leaders like I've, I'm happy now and I'm sure Neil and you would be me to share this I'm happy to encourage them in mm in their Christian pursuits mm. I'm happy to encourage those people who have been my leaders for so long actually to say you know oh I've been really encouraged by this this verse and this topic and mm. this podcast and about this like what you guys how are you finding it and it was something as easy as me just saying you know if you feel that God's calling you to this area you should follow it and mm. Haley immediately turned around and said Oh, we haven't actually prayed about that bit yet. And it's just sort of like that moment of being like, this is great. Like, I love that I've been able to encourage you in, mm. in this. And in that I'm going to be praying for them. Like, and other people will be praying for them and they'll be praying about mm. it. So I think recognising those yeah, really core. that's really good. I just, I just think it's, it's like those two, I think those two things, being humble, being rude in the word. Like, mm. if you do those things as a Christian leader, like if you are a Christian leader, you listen to this, like, I'm not, we're not saying those are the only two things. Yeah. We're also not trying to discourage anybody in any way. No. I don't think we want to talk about leadership to be like, this is how you should be doing it. If you're not doing it this way, no. you suck.
1: We're still trying to figure out ourselves. Oh, though, yeah, so 100%. 100%. What 100%. You know what so, much what we kind be of. Want, yeah,
0: what we wanted to share, though, is, is an encouragement that those are two things that are super important to us as Christian leaders. And if you're not a Christian or not a Christian leader, or if you're a Christian and not a Christian, you don't view yourself as a leader. That's how like I said, we're all leaders in some sphere whether it's in our homes, whether it's in our workplaces, whether it's in our communities, um, in our small groups. So recognize that that position and walk in it um, and be encouraged by those things to, mm. you know, stay rooted in the word. I, I think irrelevant of whether you're a leader or not as a Christian, you can't stay rooted in the word and stay humble. Yeah. <laughs> Just two personal skills, yeah. I guess, more than anything else. Yeah. But yeah, you know, we would, if you are a Christian leader, we'd love to hear from you and your views on some of the things we shared. If there's anything else you want to add, then say get in touch and we'll talk about it next time. And if, and if you're not um, currently a leader, but you want to be involved uh, and you know either of us, then again, message us, get in touch and we'll encourage you in any way we can. Sure. Um, is there anything you want to say before we go?
1: Uh, just leave you with a blessing really. Uh, God of truth, bless everybody that's listening to this podcast, encourage them uh, in their leadership journey. And, uh, yeah, help us to get better and find opportunity in each part of our days.
0: Amen. Amen. So we'll hopefully have another episode for you uh, next week. We've got a busy um, couple of weeks coming up with bank holidays yeah. and being away. But we've both got a bit of time where we might be able to overlap. So hopefully we'll get something else out. Uh, yeah, pray and, for us. And say, Jesus, take yeah, <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. Jesus, take the wheel. Share this. Find us on social media. Say, we'll put links to all the stuff we've talked about. Uh, in the notes and if you if you want to follow up anyway then get in touch cool See, see you soon yeah peace guys